want to continue our studies in the our articles of faith this afternoon on the subject of the personality of Satan. We believe that the devil or Satan is a personal evil spirit, formerly a holy angel from which a state by transgression he fell. a host of angels as their leader with him. Being the prince of the power of the darkness of this world, that he is the enemy of God, the tempter and accuser of the saints, the possessor of the power of death as allowed by God as allowed by God author of all evil and all that is false the chief power back of the present apostasy and that he is destined to final destruction and defeat, eternal destruction, lake of fire. Having looked at our previous thoughts concerning the personal evil Spirit and formerly a holy angel, and having fallen from that estate, we now today want to look at the thought drawing a host of angels with him as their leader. He himself did not fall. It was not only him that fell. He took a multitude of angels, a host of angels with him when he fell from that former estate. Suggesting to us that these angels, other angels, host of angels, as following him, were also lifted up in pride. And their mission also, along with Satan, was to overthrow God or be equal with God. So he did a host 
of angels with him. He is their leader. And they do his bidding today. And it is a host. It is a great number of angels that fell with him in the transgression. You say, well, how many? Well, we're not given a number. Just a host. Or a third of the angels in heaven fell at that time. I think the the man possessed with the demons and asked what his name was. And they said, Legion. There was hundreds of them possessing this one man. That, so that is just an indication of a small number of the host of angels that followed Satan. And he has at his disposal to do his bidding. Turn with me to the book of Job. <clears throat> the book of Job in chapter 4. Eighteen. Behold, he put no trust in his servants, and notice his word, and his angels charged with folly. That is in reference to, to the angels that fell. Notice it is plural. Notice that it was not just Satan. It was not just Lucifer, as the book of Isaiah calls him. It was not just him that fell. But it was a plural number that fell with him, that followed his leading. Turn with me to the book of Matthew. Matthew in chapter 25. Matthew 25 and verse 41. Then shall he say also unto them on the left hand, this is in reference to, to the judgment of the nations, and those who, who did right and honored the people of God in Israel, and then those who did evil and did wicked and, and didn't honor God and, 
his people. Then shall he say also unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, ye cursed, into everlasting fire, prepared for, notice this, the devil, Satan, and his angels. <laughs> you see, Satan in this verse is, is proclaimed to be the leader, and there's a host that are following his leadership, his angels, plural, that are going to be cast in to the lake of fire, everlasting fire. Turn with me to the book of Revelation. The book of Revelation, chapter 12, And I guess we'll begin with verse 3. The verse that particularly interested in is, is later on in, in these verses. But let's begin reading with verse 3 of chapter 12 of Revelation. And there appeared another wonder in heaven. And behold, a great red dragon having seven heads, ten horns, and seven crowns upon his head. And his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven, and it cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman, which was ready to be delivered for to devour her child as soon as it was born. You understand what we've read so far? The dragon, Satan, the devil. And he drew a third of the stars of heaven, a third of the host of angels. He drew a third of them with him, and they were cast to the earth. It was their judgment. God's not going to allow it. Not going to allow sin. Not going to allow pride in his presence. So he cast them out of heaven. And their, their mission on earth was against the woman and to prevent, prevent her bringing forth a child, or if the child was born, to devour that child. Verse 5. And she brought forth a man-child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron. And her child was uh, caught up unto God and to his throne. After he was born, and after 33 and a half years, they, they crucified him, and, and he spent three days and three nights in the heart of the earth, in the belly of the earth. 
And then he rose again and was caught up into to heaven. You see. And the woman fled into the wilderness where she hath a place prepared of God that they should feed her there a, a thousand two hundred and threescore days. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought against, and the dragon and his fought and his angels. I get it right pretty soon. The dragon and uh, and the dragon fought and his angels and prevailed. Not, that is, the dragon and his angels prevailed not. Neither was their place found any more in heaven. And a great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil, and Satan, which deceived the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. He and his angels, that third of the angels that he took with him, or that, shall we say, in ter terminology, they sided, they sided with Satan. They sided with that old dragon. Second Peter, Second Peter, chapter two, and verse four. For if God spared not the angels that sinned, more than just Satan. There was a multitude, there was a host of angels. A host such as can cover the whole earth. They can possess men and women. They can't possess the child of God, however. However, they and Satan can influence us. Influence us to to not be obedient. Influence us to walk after the desires and the passions of our flesh. And not walk in the ways of the Lord. It says, for if God spared not the angels that sinned, they sinned. Doesn't mention their sin, but, but from what we saw last week and read concerning uh, concerning Lucifer and and uh, him him being lifted up with pride and saying, "I will, I will, I will, I will." It seems to have been their sin as well. But cast them down to hell. Here's their judgment. But cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness. 
to be reserved unto judgment. You see, God has judged them already, as we uh, tried to point out last week. God has, has judged them. They were cast down to the earth. They're, they're reserved for the day, the day of judgment. When is the day of judgment? Well, the day when they'll be cast in to the lake of fire. See. So, not just Satan, Phil, many times we think, get the idea that maybe it's just Satan. Well, it wasn't just Satan. He, he took a host, a host of angels with him. One more passage on this, this phrase in the book of Jude. The book of Jude and... Chapter 1, verse 6, there only being one chapter in the book of Jude. So Jude and verse 6. And the angels, which kept not their first estate, what was, what was Satan's first estate? What was the first estate of these angels? They were holy angels. They were created in perfection. They were created holy. They were created to serve God. To be His messengers. But they rebelled against God. They sinned. They rebelled against God and lifted themselves up as God. And God judged them and cast them out of heaven, cast them to the earth where they are reserved until the day of judgment. If my eschatology serves me correct, when Jesus comes back at, at his second coming, when he literally comes to earth and plants his feet upon the earth and, and, and to destroy the nations and to set up his millennial reign at that point in time those those angels of hell are going to be cast into the lake of fire revelation chapter 19 and satan revelation chapter 20 is going to be cast into the bottomless pit you say why isn't he cast into the lake of fire at the time his angels because God's purpose is not complete yet. <laughs> After the thousand-year millennial reign of Christ, the, the humans that, that go into that millennial reign, that, that conceive and bear children, those children, those children... Satan is going to be loosed from the bottomless pit for a season, and he's going to gather those children together. At one final attempt to overthrow the Lord. And of course, he overthrows them, at which time Satan is cast into a lake of fire. Eternal suffering and torment. Satan is aware. These angels, these demons that we call them now, 
these demons that are in the world, they're aware of their judgment. And they are aware of who God is. They recognized Jesus Christ when he was here on earth at his first coming. They said, what have we to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of God? See, they recognize him. And they know that they are judged to eternal torment. But as long as they have opportunity, they're, they're going to fight against him. And they're going to they're try to, to overthrow him. To, they don't want to go to the lake of fire. Just as no man wants to go to the lake of fire and tries to convince himself that there is not even such a place, that it's not a real place of eternal fire and torment. It doesn't even make sense to them that how there could be such a place because these bodies would burn up. Well, the second resurrection... The first resurrection, blessed are they who are partakers in the first resurrection, the saved. The saved whose bodies are resurrected. They're fitted for, for everlasting life with the Lord Jesus Christ. But woe to them that have part in the second resurrection, whose bodies are resurrected. Those bodies are fitted for eternal suffering. In the lake of fire. So, because man doesn't like to even think of such a place, he tries to convince himself that not such a real place. And no man in their mind is going to such a place as that. If you pick up the, the obituaries and read in the obituaries, everybody that you read in there, 99.9% .9 of the names that you read in there, they've died and gone to a better place. They're better off. They, they've died and gone to be with the Lord. Not, not, nobody's going to hell. Nobody's going to the lake of fire. And well, and it just so happens to be some of those that I have read in time past, men that I've known, they were wicked. They had a wicked and evil life. They died a wicked and evil life. They weren't the Lord. They didn't go to a better place. Hell is not a better place than the earth. The earth is a better place than hell. I don't care what your level of torment, what your level of suffering is here on earth. It doesn't compare to what's going to be in the lake of fire. Let me see. Well, got a little bit off subject. So, we say it wasn't only Satan that fell from his former estate, but a host of angels follow his leadership. 
And in doing so, they fell with him. Being, that is, he is the prince of the power of the darkness of this world. Satan is the prince and power of the air, the prince and power of the darkness of this world. This world, the world, by and large, man in the, on the earth in general is dark. Uh, turn with me to John. The book of John, in chapter 1. John chapter 1 and verse 4. In Him, in the Word, the Word who was with God, the Word who was God, the One who created the heavens and the earth and, and all that in them is. There was not anything created that was created that was not created by Him. In Him, the Lord Jesus Christ was life. And life was the light of men. And the light shined in darkness. In, in this dark world this world, this, this earth of men it's said to be darkness and the darkness comprehended it not <laughs> it didn't, the darkness didn't want anything to do with the light it didn't comprehend Jesus we've seen that this morning in this morning's message they didn't want anything to do with Jesus. Why? Jesus was, was good. Jesus was obedient. But you see, the goodness of God, the, the righteousness of God, pointed out the evil and the wickedness of man. So they hated him, despised him, didn't want anything to do with him. Chapter 3 of the book of John. Chapter 3 and verse 18. He that believeth on him, that is on the Son, on, on Jesus Christ, is not condemned. But he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation, that light is come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. You see, your evil deeds are, are darkness. You, you like abiding in the darkness. And that is man in general. Only those whom God saves, whom God works on, whom God gives life to, do they see the light? Do they come to the light? Do they understand the light? Do they love the light? 
speaking, and they hate darkness. They hate the evil deeds that they did. They hate, hate evil deeds that they do. Why? Because they're abiding in light. Now, and not in darkness. Chapter 12 of the book of John. Chapter 12 and Look at verse 31. Now is the judgment of this world. Not, not the judgment of the earth and the heavens, the constellations, but this world of men, this, this earth of men, now is the judgment of this world. Now shall the prince of this world be cast out. <laughs> that was with the coming of Jesus the first. It, it only began, you see. It only began. Jesus Christ, the gospel of Jesus Christ began. Began to light the men's hearts, bring them out of darkness, and that evil, that that darkness that exists, the prince of the power of darkness, Satan, is judged. And he has but a few days. A few days remaining, and a little bit of time left. Does he have to accomplish his work? Look with me down, skipping down to verse 46. Jesus said, I'm coming alive in the world, into the world that whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness. You see, those who are the multitudes that are in, in, uh, abiding in unbelief are abiding in darkness, Jesus said. And only, the only deliverance from, from the darkness that you're abiding in is faith. Faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Chapter 14 of John. And look with me at verse 30. Hereafter, I will not talk much with you, for the prince of this world, the prince of darkness, this world, we've already established this world full of darkness. The prince of darkness, the prince of this world cometh and hath nothing in me. He doesn't have anything over me. His judge. <laughs> He's judged. 
He, he came. I mean, he came. He was successful in his first coming. We read in the Revelation how that, that, that Satan's uh, mission was to prevent the birth of the son of the woman. And when he couldn't do that, his mission was to destroy the son of the woman. And, he, and he's not successful in that either. Because he, he's God. He rose again from the grave. And one day, he's coming. He's coming. Why is he coming? Because Satan is gathering the armies of the world together for Armageddon. To do battle against God and the people, primarily known as Israel, and any others that be God. coming to do battle against the people of God and against God. <laughs> and once again, Satan is not going to be successful in destroying the son of the woman. But the son will be successful in destroying his armies, casting his angels into hell, in, into the lake of fire, casting Satan into the bottomless pit, and setting up his reign, his millennial reign, upon earth for a thousand years. It was time as we've already said, Satan's going to be loosed at the end of that thousand years. And all those that were born to, to men during that millennial reign are going to be gathered to once again do battle against the Lord. But again, we see him being unsuccessful. And he's cast into the lake of fire. As well as all those of all the ages that have died without Christ. Their bodies are going to be raised, fitted for eternal destruction, death and hell, gave up the dead which were in them. The seas gave up the dead which were in them. And they were cast into the lake of fire. Chapter 16 of John. You just have to bear with me going up on these little tangents. Getting off track a little bit. But it all goes along. It's all showing the Satan's end destruction. And your end destruction if you die without Christ. 16 of John. In verse 11. This is what the Holy Spirit is going to reprove of. Of judgment. 
because the prince of this world is judged. You see, Satan, <laughs> Satan's already judged. Not host of angels that followed him, already judged. The next phrase that we have to deal with is that he is the enemy of God. Well, if you haven't gotten that already, know that he is the enemy of God. And you, being out of God, being born again of God, he's against you. Because he's against God and all that are God. He's against. Turn with me to the book of Zechariah. Zechariah chapter 3. Zechariah chapter 3 and verses 1 and 2. And he showed me Joshua, the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan, standing at his right hand, to resist him. Well, you might ask, well, who, who, who's Satan resisting? Is he resisting the angel of the Lord, or is he resisting the Lord? Well, any way you look at it, he's resisting the Lord. If it's the angel of the Lord, he's resisting the Lord. <laughs> he, he resisted the Lord. <laughs> he's the enemy. He set himself, the word resist there means set against. He's set against the Lord. He's set against the angel of the Lord. He's set against you. If you're the Lord's. He can't destroy you. He can't take your life without God's permission. He can't, he can't do, he can't, he can't do a thing to you without God allowing it. Surely you know that from the book of Job, right? We'll deal with that and we'll get into that part of the first and the second chapter of the book of Job when we get down to the fact that he's the accuser of the saints. God has to allow it. And and God would not allow would not allow Satan to to take the life. Oh, Joel. He allowed to, to wipe out everything that he had. He allowed him to touch his body and to, to afflict his body with, with sores and troubles. But he could not touch his life. Could not take his life. And those trials and those testings that, that Job went through, 
We say how horrible and how terrible. Why would God allow that to one of his people? Well, did not Job come out better? End? Was not Job's last estate better than his first estate? Turn to the 32nd chapter of Job and read it. God allowed him to endure many hardships and trials because of the afflictions that Satan put on, upon him. But God gave him a great view and a greater picture of himself through it all. And in the end, God blessed Job greater than he had blessed his first estate. Verse 2 of Zechariah chapter 3. And the Lord said unto Satan, The Lord rebuke thee, O Satan. Even the Lord that hath chosen Jerusalem rebuke thee. Is not this a brand plucked out of the fire? <laughs> Showing that Satan is reserved for everlasting destruction and an eternal flame and torment. Matthew chapter 13. Matthew chapter 13 and verse 39. The enemy that sold them sowed the tares among the wheat, the enemy, he is the enemy, he is the enemy of God, he's the enemy of the saved. And he sows his tares, is the devil. <laughs> he wants to confuse matters. He wants to kill you. But the Lord of the harvest knows those that are his. He knows the wheat from the tares. And the wheat in the harvest is going to be separated from the tares. And the wheat is going to go into the barn into the storehouse and the tares are going to be burned They're going to be burned up well I guess we'll quit today next week we'll take up with the tempter and the accuser he's the enemy of God but he's your enemy if you're a child of God, we've been saying. And he manifests he's your enemy by tempting, by accusing you before God. All right. Shall we stand?